We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience 2020 Tour Championship Picks Preview. No one and done, because this is a weird, wonky tournament. Uh, you don't want to be getting $15 million for your one and done just for winning the FedEx Cup, which is this tournament. So no one and done this week. No listeners league this week either. Focusing back on football, the next golf listeners league will be for the U.S. Open. And then after that, it'll be for the Masters. Other than that, you're going to have your week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, and then people probably get sick of football. So at least guarantee 14 Pat Mayo Experience NFL Listeners League links. You can check out the link to Week 1 NFL Listeners League sometime during the week because we got win totals coming out. Tuesday, NFC win total show. Wednesday, AFC win total show with myself, Tim Andercust, and Jeff Feinberg. I'm going to have to do an update to the AFC one to say... You know, Jeff said everyone's healthy, but now Derwin, Derwin James is dead. We're just on a rock flying around space. You won bets this week. You hit ROM live in. A bunch of people on my timeline hit. Someone even tweeted at me, like, Mayo, you should hit this. 125 to 1 live right now. I was like, well, I didn't see it until it was way after. Then it was down to like 60. I was like, nah, ROM's not going to win. I still got in on the 60. 66. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw the ticket. Incredible cash. You know what? It was more so like I did not expect when I made that bet 
Rom would go off in the third group, last group on Sunday. It was, Things just got weirder and weirder, and the guys. I mean, you made that bet thinking. Put it this way: when I made that bet, I didn't think I could win this bet at minus four with Rom. I'm thinking this tournament might finish it like even where he is right now, and I just need him to shoot two under even over the next. Uh, from when I made the bet till after. I will say I made the bet after the penalty. I actually didn't really even know about the penalty. I just saw the score and said, I think this is a good bet. And had he not made that penalty, I'm probably not getting that number. It's probably like 40 or 35 by the time I catch on to Saturday tracking. And it is what it is. And the honest-to-God genesis of it all, I, I committed to hawking Bryson early on Saturday thinking I could catch him with the book snapping. He started at plus three, but in doing that, it was Rom that absolutely him and his number caught my attention on the live board. So that's another example of on this show, we deal in results over process. I like that. It's fun. Yeah, it is it what worked. it is. <laughs> whatever works, I man. Think, whatever gets your no, bucks. I mean, a lot of people were suggesting live bets because you thought this thing could just get crazy, like plus three, plus four. Who knows what could what the winning score could be? Um, that was part of it. I don't think anyone that made those big, long bets thought you would have to get to minus four to get to a playoff. No. And, like then, if and then kn- most people thought when it was in at minus four that that was good. Oh, we'll get to that in a second, though. There's a few things oh, I wow. do want to throw out. Win total shows. Need your help with those ones. Spread the show around. Yeah. Subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. We're trying to build and build and build. Download the audio podcast, just like for this show. Leave a five-star we, we, rating, please, and thank you. Also, fantasynational.com slash Mayo gets you 20% off. It's going to be an interesting week for that because we're going to go over the odds for the Tour Championship, both as they are set with the scores in place, but every book has now released odds for just overall scoring to power without all of the adjustments put in because that that those odds much better than seeing Dustin Johnson as an even favorite to win a tournament. I'm not going to lie to you on that one. Also, Jeff, get this. I'm on Cameo now. Cameo.com slash the PME. Whatever you might need. You you send me a request. You get a video back in return. I banged out a few on the weekend. It's actually quite a lot of fun. So I'm doing a draft order for people coming up soon. I'm talking shit to people's league mates who might suck. It's great. Some people just want an inspirational message. Gave that out too. Yeah, I I don't know. You got money to waste? Get a Pat Mayo cameo for you. It's funny. Someone mentioned that to me, and I was like, I don't know. That's so like... Is what it is, but it's easy and fun. That's also something I've heard from people that do it. It, it, it was a, like you. It's was, actually because I'll just say I listen to Howard Stern a lot, and he was making fun of Penn Gillette for being on it, like for make the money that he has and like being on it. Like, what are you doing? He's like, I have fun. Like, I don't know. It's just fun, uh, sort of uh, thing. So I don't know. That's that's weird. Good, do it. Draft orders. Draft orders, yeah, talking shit. You, you got a question for Pat? Maybe I'll answer it for you. I guess. I've been trying to work Personal in Tim, questions. but that's tough. I was going to try to get you in on it. It's tough because I, mm-hmm. I, I recorded at really weird times. Like, oh, I have some time. Let's, let's bang out yeah. a few cameos. Oh, right. do that. Cam, uh, Pat on Cameo. Cameo.com slash the PME. I do like, I was telling you before air that it felt like we had to wait a full day and a half last year to get the odds to win without the starting strokes we like did. we all like we did. It, it was it like bugging the books like no can you do this for us 
and they finally caught on like we should do it. It seems like, as you mentioned, this year they're like, no, we should do this out of the gate because looking at the odds with strokes, no one's going to want to bet this crap. Agreed. I and I got a lot of takes about this. Okay. Well, let's, format. Let's talk about the BMW first, though. Um, I was way off on my assessment of how easy it would play. Turns out, did not play easy whatsoever. I just didn't buy into it because we always hear about like, oh, the rough is so long. Like when people go to, remember at Aaron Hills, people were like, oh my god, if you hit it into the rough, it's game <laughs> over. And then it turned out that the fairways were like three jumbo jets wide, and you know, got to like minus fifteen. So I just wasn't buying it. I saw a U.S. Open here. It was easy. Why was this so hard? But it turned out to be incredibly hard. Windy, right? What was it? Wasn't it wasn't even super windy. It was just tough. tough. Pin locations. It was super and firm and fast. I liked it. Here's the thing. It, it's funny because you get the juxtaposition of Dustin getting to minus 30 and then Leishman getting to plus 30 at this tournament. I wouldn't want to see this every week because this is normally reserved for the U.S. Open, British Open if it gets windy, and that's basically it throughout the course of the year. I'd like to see a really tough tournament like this three, four times a year. Yeah. Turn Valspar into something like this every single time where the winning score is like minus five, minus six, something like that. Well, sometimes P- like PGA Nationals seemingly felt like the hardest non-major we had gotten, or, right? Or Bay Hill because of the wind. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you. I don't need it all the time. I don't mind seeing where the game is, but a couple times more is fun. And for an event that we literally call arguably the strongest best field of the year, I think it was deserving. So maybe the organizers deserve credit. Uh, I certainly enjoyed it. To your point, it's always hard to really believe these things. It's In a nutshell, it's like the microcosm of when the announcers are always like, this shot's so hard. Yeah. And guy sticks it to like three feet. But this week, they were just right all the time. Every shot out of position was really hard. If you were tracking like a lot of us do, your guy would get to a hole. You'd see him hit an amazing drive, 315 yards, and still see at 385 coming in. You're like, oh, this is still not fun. And if you're ever sideways on one of those seven par fours... You knew you were like taking a number almost. It was it was funny like track like going through shot tracker on some of my guys who just yeah, I mean I take a lot of guys who aren't good therefore they don't appear yeah. on TV so I'm tracking Cam Smith. You just hold your you're like you can get that no but it's like shot one to fairway bunkers like fuck that's a bogey yes <laughs> just write that in <laughs> but but oh but it was a lot of fun like you never you really had to get in that bottom like twelve or fifteen to feel like you were out of your top twenties because even par. Friday and Saturday, did you wonders? It certainly didn't really. You couldn't have gotten far with even par yesterday. It's had a lot of guys didn't move oh, oh, shooting my, even my par. My guys were no strangers to even par or plus four. That's what my guys did on Sunday. I uh, went from, you know, on DraftKings, I went from 8x my money to start Sunday to out of the money everywhere. It was, it was not great on DraftKings. I thought I was going to win all the money. I won none of the money. That's bad. Yeah. But Fratelli took a double bogey on 16 to drop him out of the side of the top 22. I was like, fuck, man. Get it together. For me, Get the, it together. the killer was really Scott on the prop side of things. Um, and maybe we should have known going into Sunday he was in big trouble because what he did to finish Saturday at his score, he put it into the hazard on 17, made an insane, what a, an amazing bogey. An amazing bogey. And then on 18, he's like side hill, side bunker, and saves par. 
green side. Uh, so for him to get out of that, those two holes at plus one is essentially like part of the field. Agreed. And but he was law. Like he could not hit a ball. He well here, here he, was, and he was hitting great shots all week. Couldn't buy putts. A lot of great players miss putts. I see. I don't even think it was that with Scott through three rounds. He had that kind of stumble towards the end and got himself out of it. But his putting was like top tier for the week going into the final round. And he was hitting his approaches better than anyone in the field. Like he couldn't drive the ball. He was like minus four strokes gained off the tee through three rounds. Mm. And then he comes out on Sunday playing with Rom and is fucking striping it. His ball striking on the front nine on Sunday was immaculate. Yeah. It was better than anyone's. He did not make one putt now it's adam scott he can't putt so that makes a lot of sense and then he was already putting well for the week so there was some natural regression built into that but it went completely the other way and then he got to watch rom fucking just annihilate the entire course playing in the same group and then he got to the back nine it was just like oh i need to go make some birdies and he started making bogeys like what are you gonna do adam scott's not there to cash your top 20 he's there to try to win no, but once he's, he's not got, one of those, like, he's not one of those guys. What he came in, not even about winning anymore. What he came in doing to even get into Eastlake, did he not gas I, can? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's not in Eastlake. I don't think he gives a shit about playing. In he didn't want to play three weeks in a row. I, that is probably <laughs> right. And props to Webb for not having to take four rounds there, losing little to no ground on the FedEx Cup and going to a comfortable place where he should um, win. For spoiler, uh, for him. There's something else I wanted to say, but what, was I, it how oh. amazing the ending was? Because the ending was fucking awesome. Well, it was a great season finale, like the end of the real season. Because this is a gimmick, a bullshit gimmick. I don't mind. I don't, I don't think it's a bullshit we'll gimmick. Get... I, I think it's fine. No, it's stupid. It uh, it takes away your intelligence. It doesn't trust you. But I want to get onto one more well, thing. Well, no, they want to have it. I want one winner more thing. The winner wins. It's better than it was before. No, that's a lie. But we'll get there in 25 seconds. Rory, it got to the point oh, where God. he missed. It was like the twelfth on Sunday. He misses a putt, and they let us know it's like the eighth or ninth putt under eight feet that he had missed for the week. So, if he had really just made all his five footers, he yeah. too would have actually. There wouldn't even been a playoff because he would have been at like six under or something. Yeah. So, but fr I actually, frustrating. And I, I think felt good yeah. going into the final round. I was feeling good yeah. about Rory. I was like, here we go. Yeah. Just finally go have a putting day. Everything will thought be fine. Thought there could be some like baby swag because he orally put it out there, but. uh didn't happen. I think I don't know. I'm not afraid of him in one of the, on one of the sides this week, either. I don't think he's leaving. I, I first kids takes a few extra days for those to come on the first one. It could. It could go the other way too. Um. Yeah. I don't know. We could have a healthy debate on how silly this is and how dumb they think we are. If you want, I, I'm just curious to see. I don't think that you this like is, want me to go and then you I, want I to don't poke think holes this is, in it. I'll throw it out. I don't think this is necessarily perfect for the tour championship, but I like the idea of who wins the final event wins. I think that's something that we should all enjoy that whoever wins the last tournament in, of the playoffs wins the playoffs. That only logically makes sense to me. I don't think that it's, I, I don't understand why they can't trust us to decipher and simultaneously comprehend two freaking leaderboards. That's, but there that's, has been, that's not there, what that's not what it is, though. There have been two it takes away It takes away from the drama no, of the tournament. The, it drama, does. the drama in 17, fantastic. Xander to the end for the win, Rose to the end for the FedEx. The Tiger thing doesn't happen a year uh, in 19. That great magic moment. And then uh, Buddy pulling out the FedEx. That Rose? doesn't happen. Or sorry, when JT and the drama, there was great drama in those. There can be two leaderboards. It's not hard to decipher. 
of all the options, I get there's no like maybe perfect way to do it. This is the nut low way to do it. No, I, I completely nut disagree. Low. What would be worse than this? I mean, what we had before no. was worse than this. Yes, it absolutely what? was. And it's no it's fun. Wa- it's no fun watching people go into the week knowing that only five people can win out of a field of thirty. What the fuck is the point for the other? People How many to show people up? can win this fucking thing? A bunch. We saw last year. Rory started at what minus five in the. So Xander what's a bunch? Games. Five guys then. Or you, the guy who came in second was what minus four. You literally guys just set up five guys. You're complaining that only five guys can win the other way. Only five guys can win this way. I think, six guys. I think this is completely wide open. Rory just won ham last year. He won by four last year. In this. I, I'm and not, he started five back. But but what's five back get you? Nothing. What do you mean? Doesn't get you anything. He started five back of the lead last year, one by four in the thing. Guys can come. If you have a hot 72 holes, you can come back from minus two and win this. It's not likely. I don't think, it's not impossible. Though. I don't think it's, it's unlike that, before. Where I don't if think you were it's that silly this- for a golf tournament to have a separate winner and then a season-long tabulation to have a separate winner. This isn't soccer. Like, what are you talking about? What do you, you win the tournament, you win. That's how it works. That's how playoffs work. NASCAR's fucking smarter. No, it fucking is. I suggest you just don't bet this tournament then. I'm betting the other side. And I actually will bet Rory at the 25 yeah, on, that's the, actually, on the one. That's actually kind of good. Although That's the I, one I want to bet, to be honest. Well, that's baked in that he might leave. I don't get, I'll take my fucking chance. He's won here, too, of the past four years. He sh- makes eight-foot putts. Back on Bermuda, too, for the first time since Wyndham. No, I think this is wrong. Match play with buys. Just let them play. Ma- match play would be the optimal solution to this. And I would say... But they don't want Sunday TV, but I don't... Whatever. Well, I mean, Sunday TV playing a head-to-head for 15 million bucks could be kind of nice. But I think the way that you do it is expand it from 30 to 36 or even 32 or whatever it might be. You could give the top guys the buys, and that's what you get in or let them... I like the idea. I think Tim Frank said it. Pick your opponent. You, if Let's you're Justin go. Johnson, I pick you. We're playing. I, I like that. that does that. Let's I, I, go. I think that yeah. is, that is the optimal Spice. Solution. This is just, I don't know. I don't think Dustin's going to win. Neither do I'll I. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't think I'll Rob's going to win either. I'll say in this format, I don't think it, it's a good, it's just a weird feeling. Um, I don't like it. I think they could do better for us. I think it's, and I don't think, I think they're overcomplicating how complicated and annoying two separate leaderboards is. I don't is. think that they cared about how, like, complicated or annoying that it was, because it wasn't. No one found it that complicated. It was just, I, like, for me personally, if I'm watching a tournament, and I think this was the confusing part for people, it's not necessarily that the standings were hard to track. It's if I was just tuning in to the PGA. I'm my dad. I'm tuning in. No. You're like, why is no. this guy first no. on the leaderboard, but he's not winning? You really it's, don't think that? It's so, if they could figure it out in goddamn NASCAR, golf fans could figure it out. I'd say 99% of them have stable jobs. They can use their fucking brains to know what two leaderboards are. And if they do half as good a job explaining it to us in, in, in two, four months ago, Amanda's been get preparing us for two, five months for this shit. So we could figure it out and they can help us. I think you're way too triggered. No, I'm, I am, I cannot believe that you, you, you're using this confusing thing. People are confused. You're the one who keeps bringing up confusing. No, I said it wasn't going to be. It. I, you listen, literally if, said my dad would be confused. My dad will be confused. He's already called me about what the hell is going on for this tournament. Just like he called me last year for it. He doesn't get it. Well, because they keep changing it. It's not confusing. The network can lead you through what is happening. Why not people, just have who wins wins? That's super easy. People can simul... 
Because it's wrong to start a guy at 10 under. Then is it also wrong to award way more FedEx Cup points for the last two tournaments and make the season really irrelevant? Sure. I'm just saying, there might not be right answers. This is the worst option, in my opinion. There's like three or four more things. What's worse than this? What we had before. I just told you that. No, because look look at Xander and when JT won. There were great dramas on both sides of it. Tiger and Rose. There were two things with great drama. It wasn't really great drama. It just only because it had Tiger in it was a great drama. No, I mean, but but the Rose was just kind of like casually strolling along. No, he had to finish how he needed to finish to win it. There are two fun things happening simultaneously. There's only 30 guys in the field. It's not hard to simultaneously keep up with two tabulations. It's not a whole lot of fun to see the guy who's technically winning the biggest prize on the PGA Tour get in with Justin Rose playing like three groups ahead taps in for power wins 15 million bucks like hey way to go Justin Rose you're watching a golf tournament that's a side plot to the whole season it shouldn't be the side plot the the winning the FedEx Cup is supposed to be the thing it is still important and there's still drama around it thing that's what they pay for they pay the fedex Listen, cup fedex pays I'm just saying the fedex all, cup for the 15 million bucks because so that should be front and center that shouldn't do be, that then that shouldn't be that's what they're doing then there's that five better ways to do it i'm not saying that there's not but i'm saying this is better than before from no, their perspective there i completely is. disagree completely disagree well, it's a good thing that people come to me for marketing ideas and not you on this well one. i guess but it's it this is going to be changed soon and you'll tell me i'm right then maybe or you'll tell me they're still stupid they're gonna be changed to what They'll change the fucking format. Change it to match play. I'm or, just, or change it to the groups. But they're going to change it because they realize what they have now is shit. It's, and there's better I, ways to do it. I'm not saying it's great, but it's better than what we had before. It's incrementally getting better. No, it's not better than before. It's actually not. It doesn't trust its audience to be use its fucking brain. Paul. As an outsider, I just wanted to say, seems like a really, really bad idea, but this is like segment of the year. You guys are doing great. Thank you. We're just on a rock flying around space. It doesn't matter. How upset are you because of this over the James stuff? It seems like you're in a bad I'm mood. upset about everything. You won like 4K this weekend. I, no, I'm, I'm happy. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Money doesn't do anything for I, you. I'm such, I, I'm, I'm a lunatic. There's so few things that I actually get excited for. What I love, I love to, I, I care about so little. But what I love, I love to absolute extremes. And I like this tour a lot. I love this tour. So I like a proper conclusion to our season champion. But I care about very little. What I like, I like too much. That's my problem. I don't have much balance. So here's the thing. I'm sorry if I got too heated. No, 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 no. Don't ever apologize for that. I really don't like it if you can't tell. I really don't like Here's it. Here's the thing. And I don't like I like I hate it more this morning than other mornings. This apparently. tournament, no one cares about. Okay, fine. Agreed. That's the whole thing. So the whole point on their perspective is emphasizing the FedEx Cup. The only way that these playoffs work or make any sense is that the main focal point is winning the $15 million. So that has to be the focal point because Especially because Tiger's not here. Like, literally, no one gives a shit about this tournament unless you're like betting on golf. Honestly, What's no it? one cares when you have four tournaments that supersede winning 15 million bucks in the tour playoffs, plus the players, which probably does too. It's so far down on the rung of tournaments that mean anything. 
It's just a nice cash yeah. grab. And it's great for FedEx. Yeah. 15 million bucks is a fucking fantastic prize pool. Mm-hmm. And that should be the focal point. Like I said, if we're going to improve this, let's talk about improvements. So you said match play. I think pick your opponent is really good. Amazing. Maybe for the first Hyper buys. Maybe for the first two days, what you end up doing is or for the first round or something like that, you have a stroke play minus the top four people in the standings. They get the automatic buy through or even have two rounds in the top like eight don't go through. And then the top eight from the rest of the pack advance to the match play stage. Then you have a round of 16 on the weekend and that's how you determine who wins. But there's different ideas that you can do to make it more dramatic. And although I'm not a fan of match play in terms of how it translates to television, if you actually are playing a head to head game for 15 million bucks, I do think there is drama in that. The WGC, for example, is worth like 1.6. Yeah. Or 2 million or something. I get it. No, I I agree with that. Um, I will say in the annals of the sport in the future, they'll look back at this and like laugh. But this is still the infancy of the FedEx Cup. It's been like 15 years. Yeah. But it's still (laughs) like compared to other championships... It's, it's sure, a baby. But, but, but compared to other championships in golf, it doesn't make it, like, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. They have to figure out a way for the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup to mean something, and they have yet to do I, that. I still think you're not giving enough credit to the drama we've gotten. I'm not, because, like, I'm at it. Like, I'm watching it. Like, when the year that Tiger won, it was awesome to see Tiger win. Was- Rory having a laugh, walking down. But it just didn't, to me, it didn't seem like Justin Rose actually winning the $15 million meant anything. They didn't care because Tiger was there. Well, that, now, if it was not, that's a crazy outlier. If it was not Tiger, maybe it would have been different. But all eyes had to be on Tiger because it was his first win since his comeback. But it just seemed like, oh, yeah, the guy who just won our regular thing, eh, just get it. We'll, but, run, we'll run a Morgan Stanley commercial. Don't worry. But I go backwards, and I mention the Xander JT. And even I feel like the, that's more of the outlier. But even though there was fun seeing, I know Dustin didn't enjoy it, seeing Ryan Moore take on Rory with... As his share of fifteen million, if you remember when Rory hit, uh, they went to the playoff. Agree, but Ryan Moore couldn't win. If Ryan Moore won, he didn't win the FedEx Cup. I understand that, but it <laughs> so was still like, there, there was still on. a guy on the course needing to win to win fifteen million bucks, and there was drama in that. And should they have run DJ out there and be like, okay, we're in a playoff now, Ryan? DJ's going to play, play in for, your spot. Yes, play in your I, I would have been all for that. <laughs> That would have been much. Now, if we want to do that, I'm all for that. But, like, it kind of sucks to have a playoff between two guys and one guy can win and the other guy can't. One guy can win the event. Great. (laughs) Fantastic news. I'm just saying, I, and maybe it's because I am, like, in the extreme niche of, like, I I like, even when it is Ryan Moore versus... Michael Thompson. I'm still just a I, fan. I'm not, I, I'm not out on that whatsoever. I'm pro Ryan Moore being in that playoff because we had money on him that week. But at the same time, I would have liked the drama to be kind of ratcheted up a bit that, oh, if he beats Rory, he wins the 15 million bucks. That would have been nice that I get a playoff in a tournament where both guys have a chance of winning the big money. Anyway, I think we've spent way too much time on this. No, I think it's the only thing worth talking about. I mean, we can talk about the odds. Yeah, but I just mean like that's where I thought we would spend our time. We did spend our we did no, spend that, our time. I'm on. saying that's like the the odds part will be sh- sh- our shortest odds discussion of the year, I assume. Yeah. So if people want to know about the upcoming Pat Mayo experience in terms of golf, uh, I'm not doing DraftKings this week because DraftKings is just wonky this week. 
uh, I might release a short video on the DraftKings YouTube channel about it this week if you're looking for anything DraftKings related, but I don't even know if I'm going to play, <laughs> to tell you the truth. I'm going to make a few bets. Uh, I'll probably play a lineup or two, but it's just, it's really wonky. My advice would be don't play ROM and don't play DJ because everyone's going to play those guys because they're starting ahead. Just start somewhere else. Start with Webb. Uh, so Webb and Rory. Rory will be wildly un- under-owned and under-bet, like you mentioned, because he might quit the tournament. Those are those are kind of the risks you need to take in this uh, if you're going to play a 30-man field against 120,000 people. Pardon my ignorance. Do we have an actual, like, due date? Has uh, that been made public? I think he said it was supposed to be, like, this weekend, like, during the tournament. Like, this past tournament no, or like this, this upcoming tour- one? This upcoming one. And what are his exiting conditions? Like, she's got to be, like, going to the hospital? Okay, listen, man. I'm not his fucking publicist. I don't know exactly what I'll he's, ask, you know he's who, I'll ask our boy at EP Golf. He, li- he, he listens to all the pressers. He might know the, the exact logistics under which uh, Rory might exit this week. Obviously, if she's in labor, he's leaving. It makes sense. What does he care? Yeah, he's already won this twice. Yeah. Um, it'd, be, it'd be kind of funny. For him uh, to end up winning this, winning this tournament after not having a win all year. Like actually winning the FedEx Cup? Rory wins FedEx Cup. (laughs) Doesn't have a top 10 since the restart. Has himself in from all the previous stuff that he had done. Still doesn't have a win this season. Then all of a sudden he goes out and wins another 15. There's a good chance I bet him in both markets. Uh, potentially we'll see we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the odds but for DraftKings uh, when the pricing comes out I think just a lot of the builds are going to be Dustin or Rom, and then like Billy Horschel at the bottom I actually like Horschel because he's starting in dead last but you get the finish it's not captain's mode at least from anything that I've seen so far that you're going to want to leave money on the table you're going to want to just play this as a pure game theory contrarian play like if you pick the optimal lineup and the optimal lineup is like Dustin Rom and the scrubs well you're going to split it with like legit 300 people because that's the way this is going to work so um it's just a wonky week it's probably better to play showdown this week on DraftKings than play like the full season long or the full tournament long because Dustin by the time they tee off on Thursday is going to have a bonus 30 points because he's starting in first place it's a lot like Sunday showdown when it comes down to it but anyway let's talk about the odds or the course I suppose tour championship East Lake I like this course a lot of bunkers got some water uh, it's a par 70 it's kind of long there's a whole bunch of those long par fours once again there are seven over 450 yards Bermuda grass we've seen both long hitters and short hitters prevail at east lake in the past there is a legitimate Wyndham championship corollary uh we see a lot of like the good not long off the tee hitters that go and play well at Wyndham end up doing really well at the fedex cup we've seen ryan moore do well horschel has obviously won the fedex cup he's like mr Wyndham. webb has done really well at this course he's played really well at Wyndham. stenson's won at both uh patrick reed who ended up like fourth last year in terms of overall strokes gained for the week not obviously on the leaderboard because it's all wonked out he's won at east lake in the past or he, he's won at Wyndham in the past played well at east lake there's a bunch of them furick bill haas snediger has won both so i don't think there's any like real skill set you go with you look for irons and Irons and putting this week. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. I like uh, one of those players on both cards. Both cards. All right. So we're going to go through. I'm going to try to do the odds simultaneously here. So here are the odds for the tournaments. And we'll start with, with the standings adjusted in right now. So DJ starts at minus 10. 
Rom starts at minus eight. That makes DJ plus 160, Rom plus 275, JT six to one, Webb 14, Morikawa 20, Bryson 22, Rory 25, Berger 28, Xander 28, Hideki 30, Harris English 45 to one, although he's not starting that far back. In the actual market where the starting strokes do not count, DJ's five to one, Rom's 550, Rory's 10, Thomas is 10, Xander's 11, Webb is 14, Thomas is 10, I'm sorry, I already said that. Bryson is 14, Berger is 18, Morikawa 18, Finau 18, Hideki 20, Hatton 25, Scheffler 28, and then Kisner 28, along with Patrick Reed at 30. It's funny that Webb Simpson is 14 to 1 to win without strokes and 14 to 1 to win with strokes. I would just take him without the strokes if I was going to bet 14 to 1 on Webb Simpson. That is really awkward. Is that like, uh, have you looked at other, that's the first I've noticed this. Have you followed this on other books? No, uh, because most spots didn't have everything out yet. They didn't have both series of odds out. Uh, but back when I first printed these off. I'm seeing the same thing on another book. I'm sorry, Jeff. I do this like two hours before we do No, I I, actually I'm making prep. a live comment. Like I'm. Then, lo- then like, you tell me then. No, that's my, I was, you've just literally taken what I said the wrong way. I was wondering, I, I, I was wondering if, if you're that, wondering and you have the phone to look it up and you, and look it up, just can't you just tell me that's what I'm saying. But you seem to have gotten angry over nothing. I was asking because that's the first I noticed Webb was 14 on both boards. Didn't tell me if it's the same on the other. That's thing. what I just said. I just looked. It's the same. I was wondering if that was a mistake on this one book or that's what is an, indri- an industry wide thing. So it's that indi- seems weird. So it's industry wide, at least on the two books. I don't want to speak for the whole industry. Okay. So you obviously got to bet that. Yeah, if you're going to bet Webb, you bet it with no strokes. I'm betting Webb with no strokes at 14 to 1. Took the week off. Didn't have to go through that grind last week. This is a perfect course for him. And this feels like the year of Webb. It really does. Despite the fact that DJ has now gone on his run, Rom really elevated himself. Morikawa breaks onto the scene. There's all the chatter about Bryson. Webb has been the best player since the start of the season through now. He has his two wins. He's elevated himself to a top five player in the world. He is the guy that we don't expect to be there. And with these FedEx Cups, like, he's the type of guy who wins these things. Yep. Funny enough, do you almost get the feeling, did he not show up last week? I don't know if he got there and left or what happened. I think he got a report for on, on the ground. It said, dude, you don't need to be here. You don't have a chance. The math says you can drop to, what, sixth? You might. Trust me, you don't need to do this for four days because that that layout is a complete opposite of web-friendly. And we're going web-friendly, and I buy into he did not have to endure whatever that was. That literally was harder than some majors, the majority of majors we've been given. And the week after majors, we sometimes like to acknowledge some really hyper mental fatigue mental fatigue and man hitting out of that rough there's like legit physical fatigue from that too like like your arms are probably killing you after that you know like when you get into like or you or i get into like shitty rough and like we're trying yeah. to hack it out how like well my we legs get. hurt after the 12th hole. no but even like, so like i get that they're in and the, i play once uh, every but that two is weeks. this is so much like that rough is so much different from everyone else i'm sure like, there's a few burning forearms out there and yeah i don't know i mean this is a bit of a grind to hyper competitive events although last week was kind of just a bit of a gong show in terms of you're playing you realize quickly you weren't gonna win uh but this was weird right because last week even the guys at four or five under like knew 
if I can have that one outlier round or if I can play par and this thing gets insane, I'm still in it. So there were a tremendous amount of guys still going through the grind of um, being in that hyper-competitive situation for the finish. I, I like what you're selling there on that web. Yeah, so web, web 14 to 1, I'm going to be in on without strokes. With strokes, I don't mind your Rory at 25. It's just a big number on Rory. He's, what, minus 5 to start? I haven't my column up on DK Playbook. I, I have run. the picture saved somewhere here. Playbook. DK Mayo. Google that and see what comes up. More seven shit. More seven. He's he's minus minus three. three. He's minus three. I honestly don't think it's that big of a deal. Like either you're going to go and play lights out or you're not. And I do think that I don't, I mean, Rory ended up winning both last year as it turned out in both sides of the board. But I think there is some merit to taking some of these guys in the non starting strokes count who are kind of at the bottom because they're either going to go like plus eight or they're going to go like minus 20 because they're just, they know they're playing for the 15 million. They know they need to catch up 10 strokes that all of a sudden, like you're either, you pull the Hunter Mahan. I'm making birdie or I'm making double bogey. Okay. So like, just as an example with a guy like Rory, let's say you decide that makes total sense. What you're saying, I should definitely be invested in the full throttle because if he goes ham, but to take the 25 and the 10 to 1. I'm not, ha- take, I'm not taking no, the No, I'm asking. Okay, for any player then. For any player. I want to go deeper down the board because there's a player I like. That's not a tablet. You just went like no, this. No, I on, was you, just. You went, you went, you, I just said you went like this on the piece No, of I was paper. pointing to, to the player I like. But I know you sometimes don't like when I go down the board with it before we got there. But just to make this point, if, say, you wanted to bet Patrick Reed uh, 50 to win with strokes, 30 without. How would you break down that your stake percentage wise? Like so it's it's fifty overall and it's thirty? Yeah. I would just bet the thirty. I wouldn't bet the fifty. Like you wouldn't even like eighty percent on the thirty, twenty percent on the fifty. No, I think thirty's a good enough number. Yeah. Like I I think if I was going it depends on like the way I look at it. Okay, so someone like because I feel like I'll probably split like a 75-25 split, which is probably giving some money back now that Now, there, there's another down. one similar to Webb. So it, it's really interesting. So starting strokes do not count. Im, Sungjae, old Sungjae, 70 to 1. With strokes, he's 80 to 1. <laughs> oh, we got to do this. I like it. I don't care. He could find it. No? But Bermuda, I think, right? But, but, back on Bermuda? But, but yeah, listen, this is a perfect, like he played well at Wyndham. The only time he's played well since the restart, except for like the very first event, but he plays well at these like short Bermuda courses. I, I, it's not that I'm in or out on him. I'm just looking at those two juxtaposed to each other. Like there is a theoretical world where he wins the tour championship, but does not have the best rounds of anyone. Like he could lose that one. Although the difference from like 70 to 80, like just bet the 70. I think there would have to be a really substantial gap between them. Like at least double of what we're looking at. I, I just don't see a whole lot of value on taking the uh, the with strokes. Like Rory would be one where, yes, I'd probably bet the 25 before I bet the 10. That's more than two times the odds. And knowing that he would have to go crazy to win anyway, he could play himself back into it. But at the same time, you have someone like, yeah, even Xander, if you wanted to go Xander, which I'm not, because apparently, how is he such a favorite over Webb Simpson here? I get that he's won this event before, never finished outside the top 10, but like... Every week know. with Xander, man. Yeah, I was Every gonna, week. I was going to say, this could just be a weekly conversation now. 
about comparing Xander's number to to other guys. I like if you want, he was getting marks for just being so incredible. He was like Finau with a couple big wins, right? Just like incredibly, incredibly consistent. But he actually wins, so you trust betting him. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I'm not trying to insult him. Some people might say that's an insult, but I'm telling you. A Finau comp isn't an insult, at least coming from me. No, no, I, I think they're, yeah, I think that's a very good comp because Xander he, has four wins. Like, yeah, if he just won, like if Finau had four wins, he would be at the Xander number. I think it's the scale of wins that he has. Like he won, say, if he, he, won he won this event, he yes. won a WGC, he won the Tournament Terrific. of Champions. He's beat like guys. I hate to do this, but let's say Finau had those exact wins. What are his, not this ten one, because this is hard. Like 10 to 1. Like regularly? No, like he'd be like this week coming into it. Like str- no, but I mean these events that Xander's like twenty, twenty-two to one and eighteen no, he'd, to one. He'd be eighteen to one. Yeah, it'd be the exact same odd. Yeah, right. Probably consistent consistency. But those are guys are better for DraftKings, I guess, instead of outright or, bets or top fives. Top five, Tony getting it done again. He gave both of them top five, top ten, top twenty. Cashes all the props. You have to supplement the outright bets. What a week not to bet my regular Munoz top twenty. You just ended up inside the top 10. So, yeah, Webb, I was looking at Horschel with non-strokes because he's starting in last. But I don't, he actually like non-strokes, non-strokes. He's 35 to one. He's too, he's too far back at 150. Like he's 10 shots back to start. Like that's a bit much. It feels like I would say that way better, way rather that than, well, no, English is a Georgia boy. Well, English, I think English presents the best odds of anyone who's just kind of in it. He's 45 to one to win. This feels like a course for him overall. He's starting at minus four. Like he's not super duper far back. I don't hate him here. I'd rather play the 35 to one with him, with him on to just the strokes. And let him lose to a super elite like he did recently. Yeah. 10 points to not have to stare down. Is, like, it, only, is it only 10 points? Oh, yeah, it is too. Yeah, I know you're right on that. I don't want to have to just take on Dustin or Rom or Justin to cash my Harris English ticket. I'd rather have a couple in the bag maybe. I I, I don't know. <laughs> And I guess it's easy to make the joke it'll be popular, but wouldn't this be the absolute event Fino takes down at 72-stroke win? Yeah. Like, isn't this... That, yeah, what is that, 18... 20, I've seen, eight, I've seen it a little better. You could shop it, but it's all give or take the same area. But wouldn't that literally be perfect, that Fino wins this event in the non-starting strokes? Yeah. Doesn't get credit for the win. Uh, Fino winning the event... Dustin Aram, I guess, would win the FedEx Cup. Dustin would win the FedEx Cup. If what? Fina won the event, I assume. What do you mean? If Fina wins the event, he wins the FedEx no, Cup. No, the other... If he would just wins overall, yeah. well, then it depends on who the next person would yeah. be. <laughs> There's no lock-in. If Rom beats DJ by three strokes, he wins. I don't know. I go back to this two leaderboards. Everyone does it for DraftKings anyway. Don't worry, I know our dads don't play DraftKings. I tried to get my dad on. <laughs> Wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> Wish Bryson was hitting his irons a little bit. I know, there. tempting. This feels like a really Bryson, Bryson-y track to me. Like Historically, before he became like Popeye Bryson, where did he always play well? Like Colonial and Heritage and the courses that you have to think about a little bit to navigate around. And this is one of those. 
And he just won the last time he played at a Ross course. He won at Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, Bryson and Webb might be the bets. Non-starting strokes do not count. Both 14 to 1? Yeah. I mean, Bryson is 22 to 1 to win overall. Do you want him? I guess he's at minus 4 too. Yeah, I don't like that. Will they even put out, like, top 10s and top 5s? They might not. You can Did eat, they last year? I don't remember. You can each weigh it with the top four if you want to. I'll probably end up betting Kevin Na 111 to 1 to win. This feels like a very Kevin Nye course. <laughs> yeah. would, it, would it be nice? It's funny because I said it's kind of like the year of Webb. It would be a nice story if he ended up winning. He ends up with the most wins. He probably ends up winning player of the year if he wins this. I would imagine. But what if Brennan Todd wins? Swing season wins don't get respect. And the tour championship. It's not like he's been playing poorly. Like Todd's starting at minus three here. This is a perfect Yeah, this is the course course. he can win. And and you have to be thoroughly impressed with the effort last week. uh, On a beast. On a beast. In Boston. On a beast course. Some of the WGC. Like he's been around. PGA. Going into Sunday, full marks and full marks to well, we'll get there in a sec. Full marks to Todd Kisner. And Mac Hughes for even teeing off where they teed off on Sunday morning. Double, triple marks for, for Mac for getting it done. Why? And What? Why? I had a great little uh, week. Gone to the Tour Championship. He did. Uh, I was, re- he I was really hoping he was going to miss that three-foot putt on 18. Just like, yeah, why don't you make all the fucking 90-footers, Hughes? Yeah. Why don't you make the three? And then he made it. But it was pretty funny. Like, you knew he could be in for a charm day when he hit, like, a 50-footer on start. One. And we <laughs> joke, the generic... Like, not hardcore golf fan, I swear, knows Mackenzie Hughes just because he hits insane Sunday putts. Oh, he always gets his airtime because it's like, here's Mackenzie Hughes from 300 (laughs) feet away. Oh, he's using a putter. Oh, it's in. (laughs) Oh, great. Good Canadian boy. Nice Canadian mom. And you met her, didn't you? Yeah, we we hung out on 18 Greenside at the Honda where Sungjae took him, nipped him. And Fleetwood went in the water on 18? Should, should we be I guess he has better odds than Kevin Knobs. I week. wish last week would have been the perfect event for Fleetwood. It really would have been. Because you've been like, who could I live bet that you know has that outlier in him of a six under when everyone is shooting plus two? Brooks, too. Like, yeah. it's funny because Fleetwood's not there, Brooks isn't there, Rose isn't there, and Fowler isn't there. Those are four guys that probably would have played really well at this course. Yeah. Like their style of games. Yeah. Eh. Be better. Be better, yeah. Spieth, what a struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Spieth, a struggle. what a struggle. <laughs> what a struggle. <laughs> Unless he made every putt. Uh, so Phil won. Yeah, I wish I had just taken all my money and bet on fucking Phil. <laughs> Free money. Instead of trying to, like, double with him everywhere. See, that's the sort of thing. It's like, quickly, you laugh at the short odds. You're like, I'm, I bet golf. I don't bet outrights at that number. It doesn't do anything. And then, like, three days later, you're like, plus 250 still plus 250. Yeah. <laughs> Nice charge in Euro, too. Oh, man, that kid. Raza's guy. It's like a teenager? He's not, maybe still a teenager. I, I don't know how old he is. Isn't it, what, what is his full name? Rasmus Hoygaard. Hoy, he, yeah. Hoygarden? Like the beer? Uh, Hoy, Hoy, Hoygaard? I think he's Danish. Could be wrong. I saw Ebear and Keimer just finished outside the playoff. Yeah, Ebear, Keimer. And uh, this kid, Hoygaard, has Willett's like, master's caddy. Because oh. Willett, like, through his injuries, made a change and obviously got himself going again. But, yeah, so good for that caddy. That's a nice bag to get on. I agree. He might be in the U.S. Open, too. 
Ooh, yeah, he is. Because they let the, a bunch the, of guys in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I, I believe he is in. So when I do the U.S. Open show with Raza uh, for drafting, yeah. like you use Hogarden. He's the he's gonna win. Yeah, or who like Erlich of Zalatoris? Is Zalatoris in? Yeah, I think he got in. I think something happened on the Corn Ferry yesterday. Okay, or something. good. All right. I'm going to be way high. I'm going to have to start prepping for the U.S. Open yeah. now because it coincides with week two of football. I saw people excited projecting $6,400 Alatoris. He's really good. I, he is. I don't understand how he doesn't have his tour card. Strange, right? I would have figured he I, – I always put him in the same bucket as, like, Scheffler. I always thought they were kind of like the same guy. Yeah. But, obviously, Scheffler's been much better. Yeah, and on that note, Neiman, I guess, we should give props to. Yeah. N- nice to see that I can bet you every single week, finally get jump off board, and all of a sudden you're great. I think I did. I what, what do you think this does for the U.S. Open? Are people going to look at last week's event to see who did well and project that out to the U.S. Open in two weeks and be like, oh, they played well here. Obviously, they're going to play well here because I don't know if I trust Neiman to start making like eight footers on a consistent basis. No, but <laughs> nice little run for him. And it's great to see like Scheffler had a huge event, that big like T2s or going off late it's good to see him for a nice sunday too good to see him neiman have that great range and he's kind of been a forgotten man as we like oogle over other young youngins but he's kind of right there with them and he's the youngest one and it just as we've as we've acknowledged like him like the path was just different but the age is they're they're right there i believe they're the two youngest <clears throat> of the bunch between and they have way more starts which is funny yeah, they've too. Been on, they don't feel like they're 21 years yeah. old because they've been on tour for two or three years. I think Grillo is like the same. They just they just yeah, I think Grillo, start Grillo on tour. I think he's older now. No, now he's older, but it's like they just start on tour. They don't like waste time. Yeah. Not to say waste time because the guys go to college and they come out ready to win huge events, as we're seeing. Um, and winning those big amateur events outside of the Panda seems to be a corollary to actually being a great PGA Tour player. And Maverick McNeely. And, and Patrick Rogers. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. There's still. There's always a uh, bust. And that Canadian guy, Yang, Yan, Yang, Wong, Garrett Wong. I think his name was. He was great in college. Isn't that the one that's now Im's caddy? I don't know. Might be. Is there is a in? Canadian tour event yeah. at TPC Toronto this week. I didn't even know there was a TPC Toronto. And then I looked up where it was in some place I've never heard of. Not in Toronto. Yeah, it's uh they bought a play like Osprey. Yeah, it's out that yeah, way somewhere. Yeah, the course is, was a, 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 a the course exists. It's not a new course. They just labeled a course that was here. TPC. I've okay. lived I've lived here my whole life. Never heard of it? Never heard of this yeah. town. Alton. I, d- I just saw it pop up on the thing i was like tbc toronto the fuck is that it's the only one in canada apparently anyway quick picks for the tour championship i'm going with webb webb no strokes 14 to 1 and i'll probably end up betting nah because i'm a sucker uh with the top four each way and i'm gonna make my choice between horschel and english i'll probably bet horschel at 35 to 1 he's never finished outside the top 10 in any start here he's a first he has a second in like a seventh or something like that. He doesn't rarely may, he rarely makes the tour championship, but when he does, 
he's usually pretty good. And even looking at his stats last week, the ball striking was fine. Guy couldn't make a putt. Although Sunday was the Billy Horschel, will he make the FedEx Cup playoff stream? <laughs> and then like McK- so and like the, and Mackenzie Hughes had a chance to get in. They weren't showing him. <laughs> like not that I love Mackenzie Hughes, but like at least give the guy some credit here. Cam Smith was another one. Like he was right on the bubble the entire day, and he ended up playing really well on the back nine to get in. Didn't see a shot, but Billy Horschel from hole one, it was like, we're on Billy Horschel watch here. He could get in. Okay. So not to like go backwards, because I do still want to ask you about a player we didn't talk about. Do you want to make a nice weekend? Do you want to make your quick picks? No, because I want to go backwards. Oh man. I already put the quick. I forget it. What you've explained about Billy Horschel, they can do that on Sunday when there's two freaking leaderboards. They they shown they can really pay attention to something that isn't to do with who's winning the exactly. tournament. Exactly, and they basically showed the wrong thing. They were able to pay attention to <laughs> one guy who I guess was kind of in it, who didn't he controlled his own fate, but they only had the capability of focusing on one guy for it. When you know there's now thirty, there could be like two completely separate leaderboards going. On. It would blow their minds in order to do this. Okay. Just keep it easy for them. Um, because you could shop this number, and I've seen better ones. Okay. Any love for Hatton? Yeah. I, I he really, really I, struck the shit out of the ball last week. I really like Hatton. What, what are his overall odds? It's 25, but I've seen it over 30 somewhere you, else. You give me over 30, I'm in on Hatton. Okay, well, you talk to me in one minute after my quick picks. But everyone knows. Got to play DraftKings Sportsbook. Everyone knows. Don't shop. Play, play DraftKings. DraftKings. Uh, web at 14, I'm going to bet. So we're back to the quick picks again? Oh, yeah. Sorry. You can start over. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> quick picks for the Tour Championship. Webb Simpson, 14 to 1. I'm going to look at Billy Horschel, 35 to 1. I'm going to look for that Hatton number, 30 or above. I'll be in on that too. And Kevin Na, 110 to 1. You. Uh, Webb. Hatton. Uh, north of 30, and I can't stop now. I have to bet Tony Finau 20 to 1, no uh, no, strokes. no starting strokes. These are all in because the Because it makes perfect sense. And uh, I'll look at that M1 because I've been off him for a few weeks, but we're back on a so bad last comfort, week. a horrible, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's just been like, horrendous. I know. Uh, I think I would rather go with, like, if I was going to dip down, like, in the no strokes, Todd at 60 actually makes a lot of sense here. Yes. It's actually quite, that's a good number, but I don't bet him. Even though I think he's a legend and could win Sportsman of the Year, Player of the Year, <laughs> give him any anything you want. We, they were running that featurette on NBC, like the crossover from Golf Channel to NBC yesterday, and there was like 15 minutes where they showed featurettes instead of golf, and one of them was on Brendan Todd. And I came to the conclusion that there's no person on earth besides Brendan Todd that could look like Brendan Todd. He, he looks exactly like his name. Very few people have that. I like like that. if someone just told you, oh, you know, my house got broken into. I know I, the guy dropped his like ID. There's no picture on it, though. It says Brendan Todd. Here's what I think he looks like. It would look exactly like him. That's an elite take, and I like it. I'm also interested in Patrick Reed, no strokes. Yeah, 30 to 1 is a really good number in a field like this. And I might be tempted to even put a percentage of that on strokes because if there's anybody that wants to rock the boat. <laughs> it would be Reed. It would be Reed. At a course, I think that works absolutely perfect for him because he was kicked out of every school in the region. I think just looking at the width strokes and starting position, I think the only one that really does it for me is the Rory 25. Like either he's going to be great or he's going to leave. He's going to be like <laughs> perfect from inside 10 feet. And he's also going to be a mate, do everything else he does well. Yeah. All right. 
That's golf for the year. We're done. Shame. Well, no, we'll do U.S. Open and Masters. Like a regular show like this. But, you know, Silverado's not getting the treatment because we got spread picks to do, pal. Yeah. And despite the fact Cancel that... Cancel the season. You just want it over now? Yeah. What if the Chargers are good, though? They don't have... I don't know who YR2 is now. That's a pro- Resign Travis Benjamin. No, he's in San Francisco and never. Every wide receiver is currently on San Francisco. I don't know. They have know. like 80 receivers because everyone's You don't hurt. understand what this just, I was excited. They could suck. I still want to be excited for the first game. The casket match is off. I don't get how you could be so 100% convinced the Chargers are going to blow out the Bengals. No, the casket match is off. We'll still win week one, but then we're screwed. But I can't commit. I spoke to Mr. McMahon today. We cannot commit uh, to the casket match. Card subject to change. Okay. Losing Derwin eliminates the casket match. Really sucks. What a break for that kid. Burrow's so lucky. So golf throughout the course of the season. I'm going to continue to do the DraftKings show every single week uh, for all of the events that come up. Maybe take a week here, a week there off if it's like a, you know, I guess the CJ Cup's in Shadow Valley now, which is fucking awesome. So that entire Asian swing is going to move to the West Coast of the States. So I'll be doing DraftKings shows for that. We'll do full coverage of both the majors. That starts in two weeks. But do you not think like a pre-Masters event will have like an out-of-COVID restart type field? Jeff, I'm doing football. I know. I'm just, no, I'm not even talking about (laughs) doing the show. I'm saying like, do you see that happening pre masters? We get a field at an event that would not normally have the field. Like we were getting sort of like a heritage field out of, out of COVID. It was like insane. Maybe, but what, what are the events? I guess that would, is Houston the week before? I believe it is. Houston would be the one. So maybe Lonto doesn't repeat there, but uh 3m where's this season all right so the masters yeah houston is the week before yeah and then but like like they still have the wgc champions on the tour which is in shanghai (laughs) i don't don't think that's happening (laughs) like the zozo is still scheduled for japan i don't think that's happening no no no. so it would logically be houston because the bermuda championship which is supposed to be like the crossover with the wgc is still scheduled i doubt people want to go out of the country and then back into the country houston just makes the most sense so maybe Houston is the one. Yeah, and Houston's conducive to set a, a friendly setup. They have done that yeah, in the past. that's what they're known for. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. Pat Mayo Experience. Hit me up on Cameo. Cameo.com slash the PME. Uh, fantasynational.com slash Mayo to get 20% off. I mean, What's the rate? It's 25 bucks. I don't want to do it for free. No, I'm just curious. <laughs> Make what? it worth my time. Hey, listen, if you're betting on golf every week, if you followed my picks, you clearly have money to waste. So you might as well waste on this. At least I'll get the money that I can turn back into betting on golf and re-waste. It's all just going back out into the ecosystem. Uh, win total shows coming up. Custies at the end of the week. No listeners league this week, and that'll do it. Good season, Jeff. I tallied up everything. Lost on DraftKings, won in betting. You? Oh, great season. Yeah. I wish I had the number, but what? Uh, a lot of, I did pretty good. Yeah, I think you hit like eight or nine. I think eight. Not including like the live ones? Yeah, eight plus uh, this live sucker, which I don't know. And people ask, like, how come you don't tout like your live bets? Sometimes I do. T- sometimes t- I don't. T- I'm a gambler. I'm just like a guy. On, I'm a fan. On your phone sometimes bets. I have like, did, like, I don't need to bring you into like my deep orifice. I'm paid to give you pre-tournament outright selections. No one 
I just, it's not there. That's a big commitment. Like for me to keep you up to date with everything I might do on the weekend. See, I try to do it and sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't, but I I always find the problem is like, if I give out something live, like that number is usually gone in four minutes. And that was exactly the case with this instance. Um, even on this rombat. And if it's like, and then I, but then I have to deal with stuff like, well, I can't find that number anyway. So you missed the number, man. Like, yeah, it sucks. Like I would like to be out. I made and listen. Yeah. I, I never win these ones anyway, so it's probably best that I don't put them out so people don't lose more money. But I made three time. live bets this week. I bet Bubba live because I don't know. I didn't get on it pre-tournament. He looked cool. I made this wrong bet and I got in on Burger at 150. Yeah, to you one. sent that one to me, and then by the time I went to go look at it, it was one third the. Yeah, audience. I was like, oh, I missed it. But that would have required the scores to have gotten crazy yesterday yeah. afternoon, and that's why it was 150 to one. All right, and I didn't share it. I'm sorry. Jeff Feinberg, at Feinberg 17 on Twitter, at the PME on Twitter, fantasynational.com slash mayo for 20% off, cameo.com slash the PME. If you want to ask me a question directly, if you ask me, like, start sit advice for fantasy football questions, like, yeah, I'm just going to do a cameo being like, go fuck yourself and just be prepared for that. Uh, just, you know, general questions, draft order, talk and smack, that kind of fun stuff. But anyway, thank you all for watching this season. We'll be back in two weeks with the U.S. Open. I'll be back next week for Silverado DraftKings as it pertains to golf and expect a whole lot of football and MMA up on the Mayo Media Network. So sub to that right now. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.